Hello, hello. Welcome to the next installment of the Attraction Marketing Academy. I'm your host, Luna Ashley, and I have with me today someone who inspires me not only as a mom, but also inspires me in this industry as someone who is really comfortable talking to family. And if that's something that scares you, listen in because this woman is incredible. So it's my pleasure to introduce the amazing Lindy Kynard. A little bit about her. She went from having seven kiddos in an in-home daycare so she could make $1,800 a month to make ends meet to in under a year, she was able to replace that income, was able to close down that daycare and was totally using her business, her network marketing business to support herself, the family, all, all of those wonderful things. And now we're at a little bit over a year. We were just talking about the timeline and she's officially hit that mark of having a six figure organization. So on a monthly basis, not only her, but her team, there are six figures it's going through through her organization. So that changes a little bit, right, when it goes into as far as the pocketbook. But let's just say she's making quite a bit more than $1,800. She is also driving a paid-for – you have a paid-for Lexus, is that right? No, it's not a Lexus. Denali. Denali. And it's, it's black, right? Like right? I've seen, I've seen the inside. Like we Facetime on like the beautiful black leather interior. She was able to pick that, so she is really, she's doing the thing that a lot of you guys I know listening to this are trying to figure out. How do I do attraction marketing? How do I get to be that car earner? And maybe you have kiddos, and you're wondering, well, how am I going to make all of this happen? So want to back up a little bit. That a, if you're listening to this and you feel like you're struggling. You may not be in your soul fit company is what I call it. Like don't write off the industry. And you're a great example of that, Lindy. I know you had been in direct sales before, which is different than network marketing. So just kind of be aware of that if you are listening and trying to figure that out. Um, We have another podcast with Aaron Bees about the difference in the two, but you had been in direct sales. And I would love for you to talk a little bit about what that was like. And then what made you make the decision that I, I am going to try this again? Because obviously you weren't totally burnt out on it. Right. So with the previous company, so you had to come in with this kit and you paid like, I think it was like $100, $150 for this kit of products. It was not like health products or anything like that. It was different like household products and stuff. And so you purchased that kit and then you could make commission off of it if you sold it. Well, the problem was we didn't have, they didn't have systems like we have here. And so um, anybody could sell to anyone, anybody could buy from anyone type thing. And so I, I don't think I sold one thing out of that kit. We weren't really trained on how to market stuff like that. So it was just like, post wherever I have this for this price and people didn't really know what they were getting or you know things like that so after less than 30 days I was like this isn't gonna work I'm just gonna have to choke up that I've lost the money that I've put into it and I think so many of us do have that experience of not making the kit back getting burnt out and then just saying well, maybe it's either me, like there's just something wrong with me, or maybe, maybe it's the industry. Maybe I just don't, 
there's two reactions I usually find. I'm going to keep going or there's some type of adverse. It's either me or, or the industry. And, and you right. did keep moving on. Like you, I know, and I want to get into this idea of family because I know I personally have a lot of resistance to it. It's an area of growth for me, but I know you heard about this from family, but you've also, you're a great example of even within a family and you have a ton of customers that are not family too. Let's be clear. But even within family, right? You, I know that you have people on your team that are family members with who you, who you heard it from, but they could only hear the message from you. And I know that relates to customers as well, that there might be mutual friends or might be whatnot, but they can only hear the message from one specific person. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about how you found, and we are just in all openness. We are in the same organization. She's one of the amazing leaders in, in our company, but how you found this organization and just talk to us a little bit about family and anybody who might be feeling some resistance to talking to family. What would you say? Yeah. So whenever I first started, my aunt Marsha is actually the one that introduced me to the business side and the product side of this. I was like, y'all are crazy. This whole keto diet thing, y'all, that's just nonsense. I'm a carby girl in a carby world is what I used to say. And I was like, I'm not doing this. And so then my aunt was like, when I seen, we went one day to a bridal expo because I also did photography on the side and she had the product with her and she was like in a foul mood. I'm just going to put it honestly. And she'll tell you, she was in a foul mood and she was, she drank it. And within 30 minutes, I was like, who are you? Like your, your whole attitude, mindset, like everything just shifted. And she was like, I, until I pointed out, she didn't even notice. And so I was like, oh, I'm taking whatever this is home with me today. And I took a 10 draw, ten day trial home with me that day and never looked back. February 18th, I never, of 2019, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I didn't, at that time was not interested in the business side of it. I was content with keeping kids at home. Like it was I was like, oh, this is what I'm made for. I love watching children. Don't get me wrong. I love children, but seven to eight of them under one roof every single day gets exhausting. So I was like, I have to do something to change like my health for my kids. And so I have over 1,450 people in my organization and only three of them are family, like under me. So I don't have a ton of when pe people come into it and they're like, I don't have people that are going to buy this. I didn't, I said the same thing whenever I came in, I was like, Oh, I'm not, I'm going to come in with this kit and I'm not going to be able to sell a thing. My, it was like, at the time I didn't have two pennies to rub together. So coming in with this, you know, massive kit, I was like really hesitant about, I was like, you know, that's just something else I'm going to spend money on that I'm not going to be able to get rid of. And my aunt was like, well, let's pre-sell your kit. And I was like, oh, that's an option. And so I literally pre-sold my kit in three days. And I was like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Like I was still a little hesitant on the fence, but I was like, this can still be done. And so I was like, let's just put, put my toe in a little bit. And then it was like, okay, I'm just going to jump all in. It's fine. We're just going to jump all the way in. And my aunt, she had belief in me when I didn't have belief in myself. 
So that was, that was massive for me to have somebody that stood behind me that believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. So that's where family came in a lot for me. That's really powerful. And especially how you said that you didn't have two pennies to rub together. And you mentioned pre-selling and it's something that we do use in our organization, but I'm a firm believer that it's something, whether whatever the kit is that you're trying to come in, as long as you have tangible products, it's something that a makeup girl could do. It's something that I'm trying to think of other companies like leggings, I think is a thing. You could definitely pre-sell leggings for, for a kit. So could you walk us through that? Like, what does that look like? How could somebody, yes, listening to this and our organization go, oh, I, yeah, I got it. I got the idea of pre-selling. But also if somebody's listening and maybe it's a different product or a different company that they're looking at or they're a leader going, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I just thought they had to have the money right up front. Like, what is pre-sell? I mean, obviously it's in the name, but can you walk us through what that, what that looks like? So at the time, I had been on the product for a little over 30 days. And so I had results. There were some visual results, but more of physical results that I could feel. So my aunt was at an amazing event that our company has every year, every few months. And she was like, she called me and she was like, let's pre-sell your kit. And I was like, okay, I need you to dumb that way down for me because I don't know what you're saying to me right now. She's like, you want to come in with this big kit. So you get double commission and you get a ton of other things. And so I was like, okay, I had before and better pictures. I had my results of how I felt. And so I posted that on Facebook. And at the time, listen, you guys, I was a post posting queen on Facebook. I posted all kinds of stuff every single day, every five seconds, I post stuff. So I made a post and I was like, I really would like have X amount of people join me on, you know, this journey that I'm doing. And so y'all can experience the betters that I'm experiencing. And I was like, I think at the end of the post, I was like, just comment 15 days if you're in. And so I, I pre-sold, I, you only had to pre-sell like 11 for the kit that I wanted. And I actually oversold, I pre-sold 15. And so that was like, and it happened in three days. That was not something that I envisioned happening. I was like, in my mind at that time, the mindset that came with me was, I'm going to have all this money from people, but I'm not going to sell the amount that I need to. And then I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to come up with all this money. And I was like, that was my scarcity mindset in the beginning. And so then I was like, and when it happened in three days, I was like, wow, okay, I can do this. And I haven't looked back since. <laughs> That's incredible. So just so I'm understanding it right. And if anybody else is going, I need you to dumb that way down what you just said is that you made this post before you had the actual product to send out. And just to be clear, right, this might be a health and wellness product. It could be a five day of different lipsticks, whatever comes in your makeup kit. I mean, it could be whatever that you decide, but you did not have that product in hand, correct? I did not. And that was what scared me. I was like, oh, we have to buy all this product. And then I, I didn't have anything with me. Just the results that I had had from the 30 days that I had been on it is all that I had. Okay. So you shared that you shared your experiences. Someone else might be sharing, you know, pictures of how the makeup looks or how, whatever it is. Right. So you're sharing that. So I understand the process. And then can you walk me through, because I love how you mentioned the scarcity mindset. And I've seen this come up before where people go, well, if I don't have it in my hands and you obviously felt that, but you still did it anyway. And that's what 
propelled you to where you're at now? Like, what would you tell that woman or maybe that man listening to this going, I really want to join that business, but I am hesitant to post if I don't have the product in, in my hand, what would you tell them? You have to have, for me, it was like, I had to change my mindset of, instead of I'm scared that I'm not going to be able to do this, that I can do this. And you have to stand behind a product that, like you said, whether it be makeup or whatever, you have to stand behind the product and it has to be a product that actually, in my opinion, is going to work or that's going to look beautiful or feel good or whatever. That's just major for me. Like I, I stand behind this product because I know that it works. I just hand down know that it works. And so having that faith in the product would made it that much easier for me. I love that. I think that's a major distinction is that if you're feeling some type of way, do you really believe that this product is worth it and is bringing value, value to people? So that's, that's massive. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. But yes, pre-selling is an amazing way to get started, especially right now with everything that's going on and maybe all the money isn't there right now, which is all the more reason to start a business. So I would encourage anybody listening to this to ask, Whoever, and Lindy, your handle on Instagram is what? Because I know there's underscores. I know it's Crunchy Keto Mom. Yeah, so it's Crunchy Keto Mom 91. Okay, and it's all Crunchy Keto Mom 91. There's no underscores? Nope, Crunchy is with a K, not a C. I knew there was like a special thing. I'm like, there's something. Okay, so Crunchy with a K, Crunchy Keto Mom 91. Okay, cool. So yeah, so definitely screen capture this. Tag Lindy, you can tag me. I'm at the Luna Ashley. But if you are looking at an opportunity, reach out to whoever you're talking to and ask them, like, can we pre-sell a kit? And if they don't know what that means, have them re-listen to this. So just to kind of go over that, there's a post, there's an invitation to comment if they want to learn more. And then hopefully, you mentioned this, there's systems in place. Yeah. If you want to ask your person, are there systems in place so that you're not the expert? It's not just they comment and then, okay, here's the link, right? There's, there should be more systems there. So could you talk a little bit about that, Lindy, and just what you saw between not having systems in the previous company and then where you're at now, where there are definite systems in place? Yeah. And just So I think the most obvious thing is I didn't dump $100 practically down the drain to where I'm making over six figures in an organization in less than a year or right at a year. Like that to me is systems for sure are what got me to where I am because I don't, I will vomit at the mouth. Like I will say a 500 pair, I will say this huge paragraph that doesn't need to be said if I don't have systems in place that are telling me like how to help people that have the question that a ton of other people already have that I've already answered. I don't have to, you know, um, figure out what to say every time. And I can help, I can help somebody get to where they need to be before, um, without doing that. I think that's really key too. And just how, how it makes it easier to help people. But also if you're looking at an opportunity or maybe you're struggling right now, listening to this, I really need you to look and go, you might be being told that you're in an attraction marketing team, but if you don't have systems, I would really begin to question that. It was one of my personal experiences where, yeah, this is attraction marketing, but there were no 
systems. And so it makes a world of a difference. All right. Thank you so much for all of that. I would love because you, your organization is just growing like wildfire. What, I mean, how many people did you say? 1,500? I think it's like 1,457 people. I mean, wow. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're like, I would like to have that type of number in my organization. Definitely make sure to let us know over on the gram. But that being said, you have a lot of new people. And hopefully, if you're listening to this, like that's something that you're going to start. I'm a huge believer in energy and prayer, manifestation, whatever word, but really putting the energy towards that your organization is going to have new people coming in and that that means there's new leaders rising up and it's just it's constant because we're here to be a part-based service so what would be something that you would say to somebody new whether they're in our organization or in another organization about specifically their page because clearly the page is the point of attraction if we're doing attraction marketing like what are some basics that even if somebody's not maybe directly under your mentorship just listening to this podcast they can go and get some value and say hey i can make some quick changes here on my page So you definitely want your page to be like your storefront. So vision it as you're walking past the store. What's going to draw you to that store, the storefront, which is so for me, that's my front of my page, which I want to be my face. Cover photo can, you know, be like a quote or a picture of your family or whatever, but you want your, you want people, your storefront to attract people. So um, you definitely want your page to be public. Number one. And you want to post things that are going to bring value. Um, That's super important. So you definitely want to keep that in mind when you're posting things like that. I love that. That's so, that's so key. And oftentimes it can look like your page or you can think your page is public, but it's not. So little pro tip is reach out to somebody in your organization, maybe that you're not friends with and be like, Hey, can you see my stuff? That's really, really, really important. What would you say to somebody who's going, well, I don't know what to bring value around, or maybe they're going, well, I feel like I'm, they think they're bringing value but maybe they're not seeing a lot of engagement. So maybe just, just address that. Like what are some things we can look for to maybe boost some engagement? How do I really know that I'm bringing value? The way that I bring value is number one, I'm a mom. So I post a lot of things about my kids. I am keto. So I post things about keto, like I do keto kitchens. So on live, live videos. So I do a lot of like, Oh, would you rather me cook this or this? Or if I'm doing something about my kids, like, so all of my kids wear amber teething necklaces. So, you know, I post, do your kids wear amber teething necklaces too? What, what benefits have you seen from like them wearing it versus them not wearing it or just different things about my kids, what they eat, what they wear. Like I want people's input and like, because everybody has a different outlook on parenting, of course, but I'm just here to get all, there was not a handbook written when I had these children. So I need a little bit of help. Like it takes a village. (laughs) So I am, I post a lot about my kids and stuff like that. So, and then also working from home with children, like, how do you do it? Like what type of schedule are you guys on? Like, especially because there's so many people at home right now. So I, I just, I post my life on there, but I make it to where, people can relate because there's other people out there that, you know, can't like, they want to be to relate to somebody. 
So that's super powerful. And I don't know, hopefully you guys listening caught that, but she said that she's, I don't know if you directly said this, but when you were giving examples, you ended it in a question. So what benefits have you seen? And that's one thing that I see in you is it's like a conversation with your audience. It's not just talking to them. It's allowing them to also engage in almost every single post, which we call yeah. calls to action. So I encourage you guys, like incorporate what Lindy said there, like share your life. I think that's so powerful. So often we want to hide, but can we, we, can we engage? Can we ask these questions to people? All right. You mentioned being a mom and I definitely want to get into this. I know that this is something, especially if you're a mom out there, I have one who is one, but Lindy with the six kiddos under her roof is the most amazing example of being a leader in this industry, having children and still showing up, getting it done. And she still takes care of herself right? Which is important. You got to be able to take care of yourself if we are going to be of service to our kids and to our communities and all, all of these things. She's not burnt out under her covers right now. So I know she's doing some type of self-care, um, even if it's not perfectly. So I would love to hear from you, like, what are some of your best tips about being a mom and being in this industry? So first and foremost, although you want to say, my kids come first, my kids come first. Well, you have to come first so that your cup has to be full before you can pour into your kids. Because if you're running on no fuel, no sleep, like you feel terrible, that is going to be how, in my opinion, if I'm burnt out and I'm tired, like I can't be the best mom for my kids. So I do, I, right now I'm not, but I go get my nails done on a regular and that's just time for me to just sit there and like refill my cup. I listen to podcasts. That was a, something I did every single morning after I dropped Lacey off at school. I listen to podcasts and now so that we're home, I try to listen to them throughout the day. Just like refuel my brain. I also make work time and family time is totally separate. I try not to be on the phone when I'm with, family and I try not to like be on the phone all day long because we are in a network marketing type so you do spend a lot of time on the phone but you have to have a schedule so that you're not on the phone all the time so you say I'm only going to respond to messages this time I'm only going to talk to people this time like things like that so for me it's definitely having somewhat of a schedule and that schedule is not always perfect like it is it's messy action over here, okay? We have a one-year-old in the home. We have a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and a seven-year-old. And so the rest are older and stuff like that. So they're, they can kind of do their own thing. But those three need my dad's attention sometimes. And they will make it very clear when they need that attention. And so you want to pay attention to your kids' mannerisms too, just as much as you would your significant other or yourself. Like, whenever you feel like you're getting aggravated or, you know, stuff like that, you definitely have to like take a step back and it's like, okay, how can I help you help me? <laughs> because if they're not happy, no one's going to be happy. So I make sure to pour into them just as much as I pour into myself. That is a massive takeaway. I mean, as much as we're developing ourselves, how can we be developing and helping, helping our children? I mean, that's just 
Okay, thank you, Lindy. This is why you are incredible. So a couple things are coming forward for me that I personally would love to hear you talk more about. The first thing is, could you just walk us through what does your day look like? Like just what, like what does that look like? And I know it's not the same every single day, but just generally, like what time are kids getting up? When are they getting fed? Are they getting, I mean, obviously they're being fed, but is there even a schedule on that? Or is it just like whenever, like just walk us through, through this for the mom that's like, no, I really need you to break this down for me. So I'll kind of walk you through both of where it was before this whole quarantine quarantine thing started versus where we're at right now because it's going to go back eventually. So I used to get up at 6 a.m. every morning to get my daughter off to school, which a bunch of people do that unless you homeschool and you just kind of wing it and do whatever, which is kind of what we're doing now. But I would get up every morning, get her off to school. I would listen to my podcast on the way home. When I got back home, I would do my coffee. And then I would cook breakfast for everybody. So we would be eating like around eight o'clock. My husband would get off to work. And then me and the kids would just kind of get through the day until I had to go pick my six-year-old up from school at two o'clock. And now that we are all home all at the same time, we're just kind of winging it. Okay. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. The kids do get fed and I do get fed, (laughs) but everything else is kind of like in disarray so we try we all lay in the bed in the mornings now which has been so nice we all just lay in the bed together and just till like nine or ten o'clock and we have never I mean Lacey's been in school for like I don't know it was a hundred days like right right before they got out of school so we had had that schedule for like a hundred days straight you know except for weekends of course but now we just kind of we just lounge around in the mornings we all get up and we have breakfast and we just do a lot of family time has been had since we've been home all together. And so even though it's messy action, I'm still getting family time in there. I'm getting my work done. And I don't see it as work for me personally because I, I love what I do. And I think that's super important for you to be successful in something. You have to love what you do. If you are going to work and you are hating your job every single day of every single moment, change it change it. I know that that sounds like, oh, that's easy to say, but I, before I had the babysitting, I forgot to tell you this, Luna, I used to clean houses for a living and I would do two to three houses a day and took my children with me. So you have to, and I didn't like cleaning houses. (laughs) So you have to really love what you do in order for me personally to be successful. I don't see it as work every day. I'm like, how many lives am I going to change today? That's, that's how I look at it. I think that's a massive distinction too, is that if it's feeling like work to really examine, do I truly love what I'm doing? And if you do to retap into your purpose, which isn't selling a thing. I love what you said. It's how many lives am I going to be able to change today? So that's massive. I'm curious what you would say, because at this point you're a leader, you kind of have an intuitive knowing, like I need to make a post. I need to maybe go live, like whatever it is. But what about the new mom, the new mom on your team or someone else's team who's going, okay, she just said wing it. And now they're just like, well, does that mean like I make a post like some days, not other days? Like, how did you, how did you begin to go? Okay. These are the things that need to get done each day. And how do you work those in with kind of the flow? It sounds like you have a very flowy schedule, which I love. So talk so a little bit. I had a 
very strict, what I call a DM or what we call a DMO, which is daily method of operation. It was very strict. I would make sure everything got done on that schedule every single day or on that list. And so I definitely post every single day. I don't, I used to post every four hours. Now I'm lucky if I get it every six hours. <laughs> so definitely post daily and post things are going to, that are going to bring value. Like we talked about a few minutes ago. So like today I posted something about this is what our day looks like. And we're outside playing in the water and like, that's our home ec for me. Like that's what we're doing outside. We're enjoying the sun. And the, what is your day looking like? I always end with a question, of course. And then I do in the beginning, I was like, Oh, this live, my kids are screaming in the background and this is a total hot mess. It doesn't matter. People can relate to that because guess what? Everyone's home with their kids being a hot mess right now. So we're going to go live anyways. And everybody's going to be in the kitchen throwing cake batter around. It's fine. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> what a powerful example of that too, because I hear that so often and I know other leaders do too. Well, the kids are there. Oh, they're this or whatever. And I love how you're like, that's fine. If you're going to be, be on camera because it, people relate to it. So thank you so much for, for sharing that. Okay. So you shared a little bit about being, I mean, a lot about a mom and the schedule and how, how that works for you. I I'm curious if you could elaborate a little bit about somebody who is like to that new team member like, what are some things, and I think this, unless there's something else you want to share, but I feel like this will be like a nice little way to kind of wrap this up. Someone brand new, first day, no experience really in the industry. Maybe they have a failed previous attempt, like very similar to what you did, but not really sure. Okay, I know I need to make a post. What would you say, especially with everything going on right now, let's say they've got two or three kids at home. What are some things that you would say, make sure that these things get done? So I use my story a lot, like my story on Facebook and Instagram. I use that a lot. I post in that because I used to be, like I said, a posting queen, posting every five seconds. I'll post my story every five seconds. I, number one, make sure that I mix up my drink every single morning and make my coffee. I post my kids in there every single day. I don't care what they're doing. Like earlier, Sky was eating my keto sweets and I was like, what are you doing? I'm videoing her. She's like the cutest little thing because she's giving me a thumbs up. And people are just cracking up at her. And so, I mean, like right now, they're outside screaming. They're with dad, but they're outside screaming. I, I will post that when I get finished. They're outside acting crazy with dad. I make sure that, like I said, I'm mixing up my ketones. I, I just share my life in my story. And I post every single day. I shoot to go live at least three times a week. I really, that's my minimum, bare minimum. But I really would like to go live every day to every other day, just because I feel like people want to see me. They don't really want to read my posts. They want to see me, like, be me on video. So I post a lot of live videos. You know, I don't care what we're doing. It doesn't have to be in the kitchen. We could be outside and the kids are playing. Like the other day, we did Instagram live and the kids are outside playing. I mean, screaming, acting crazy. I said, listen, they're fine. Promise they're not pleading. <laughs> so... I mean, I just, I post my life. People can relate to what you're going through. Thank you so much. And I know I said last question, and I promise that this will be the last one, but it came forward uh, as, as you were sharing that. And 
I know that I can be guilty of this where it's like, okay, well, Lindy has six children under this roof and she's getting all of this done. Like, how am I, like, I feel like I'm losing it with one. And we were chatting a little bit about this comparitis amongst moms in business, but it's like, is she momming better than me and businessing better? Like, this thing is so, it, it's real. I don't know, maybe we should name it, but I, I see it a lot. I'm also very, you guys know, I'm very energy sensitive. So it's something that I, I just, I hear it, I sense it. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about that. If it's something that you've experienced and maybe a tip to a mom listening to this going, I don't even know if I can do that with one. And somehow you're doing that with six. What would you yeah, say? So don't ever compare yourself to other people. I know that it happens a lot more. My sister has one and she still is like, I don't know how you do this. Like he, she's used to him being in daycare every day. And she's like, I don't know how you do this every single day and get anything done. And I'm just like, like I said, we're way into here. Like it's all, like I said, I have a schedule. I don't care if I cross one thing off of that a day or I cross every single thing off of it a day. I cannot stress enough this scheduling or making yourself a list because I'm still a mom. Things still may or may not get done that day, but I focus on 1% better every day. I don't care like what that looks like for you. It's going to look different for you than it looks for me. And if you are even going to the bathroom and doing and um, working your business while you're in the restroom for that five minutes, send out five messages while you're using the bathroom or whatever, you know, respond to messages or make a post. Like I'm hiding in the bathroom for my kids right now because they're all acting crazy and I just needed five seconds to myself. Like I do it. I swear to you guys, I do it. <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much, Lindy. If you guys got value out of this, please make sure to give us that rating on iTunes, leave a comment, tag us over on the gram. We would love to hear from you. So a massive thank you to Lindy for all the tips about mom life, schedules, how we handle this corona thing, as well as being business owners. And even at the beginning, sharing about how to get started in this business with reselling, if it is something that you are called to do. So thank you so much. We love you. And we will see you guys on the next episode of the Attraction Marketing Academy. Bye guys.